like every Thanksgiving we would go hunting. Yeah. On Thanksgiving Day. Oh yeah. Morning and evening. That's when you know all the family would get together and all the boys would go out. A bunch morning. of boys. We had nine boy cousins. Oh yeah. Tons of boys, Packed all into the same 60 age. acres, basically. And we just hunt. We'd hunt them. I mean, we'd hunt them, and every it just like it was like it was a guaranteed that somebody would shoot. Somebody's shooting oh. a deer. Somebody yeah. would shoot because everybody was in every nook and cranny of the woods. <laughs> every nook and cranny. And there was yeah, and there was no like, okay, boys, we're only shooting sixes and up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if it's brown, it's down. It's Seriously. So, Big Al Hicks is in the house today. Um, yeah. My brother. The original. And uh, we, the original. Got, we got some things we need to talk about, and I'm excited. Yeah. It's cool because I think we did a good job throughout the season anticipating and prefacing this day. We did. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. we talked about, Al, that he had, that you bought his compound bow. That this was your Which first. Which I'm stoked about. That I, I like that bow quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, let, let's let's start from the very beginning. Okay. So like, if you don't know where, so you're Al's going, my brother. Go back to the beginning. <laughs> so Al's my brother. I planned this whole thing. By the way, I totally screwed up. I was gonna drink the first sip of coffee you gave me and be like a little heavy on the sap there. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late now. Ruined. Go ahead. It's too early. No, but back to so the beginning. I'm talking like. Like, what is your first, like, memory of hunting? I got to imagine it has something to do with Grandpa Hicks. Oh, yeah, but for like, sure. In, in a general sense, um, you're our guest today. You're my brother. Yeah. You're a year older than I am. Like, what is your, like, how do, how do you remember being introduced to hunting? Like, give that. I know, I know we've talked I mean, we about were, it, but I've, we've never, like, really yeah. kind of spelled it out. And I think it would be good for everybody listening. It'd be good for everybody in the room. Just Context. to, like, give, give us some background. Um. Yeah, so I mean, we were both introduced roughly around the same time, being so close together. But I remember, I, I think I had like one like junior hunt before you did or something, and I probably felt really good about that. I had a few moments in life where it was like, "Oh, your brother's not quite old enough for that yet," and I was like, "Absolutely not. He's such a loser." <laughs> um, so I, but I remember like never seeing anything at all. And uh, some more context: we would go camping with our cousins growing up um, near Lake Michigan. And we would always like go on these snipe hunts and apparently snipes are real, but I never knew that because we literally never caught one ever. So we would like, That's a true story. my grandpa would lead us through the woods and he'd be like, okay, so here's how we, here's how we get one. You got to go here, snipe, snipe. And then you got to clack your rocks together and then you have to get your Meyer bag, bag and then like rattle it from the inside. And then he would, he was really good at like the, oh, got one. And he'd make the noise with the bag popping. And you're like, oh, we got one. Oh, we got away. Oh no. And so we never got one, but we went snipe hunting all the time. And that's kind of how I thought deer hunting was too, because I went for years and never. It saw almost anything. feels like because that, that was that's real. We used to go snipe hunting. I don't. No. I don't know. Is that have you guys ever heard of that? I don't even. Is know that even a thing? Yeah, that's a, a snipe's a bird. Yeah, that's a thing what? in in the movie Up. Oh, is it? Yeah. That, really? He, he uses it as a joke in the movie Up. I thought that was totally fake. So that's real. <laughs> no. no so yeah, <laughs> it was real. It. I wanted to. Yeah. So we. I, I almost felt like it was like a, a Santa Claus thing. Like it was like a bad joke. I was going to say, we need to fact check that. Pull it up on the TV or something. Yeah, Snipe? Yeah. Snipe hunt. I'm really... Cri- I, I, that, that shocks me. That That's the first... That's what you brought up. Because I had... You know, we, we saw deer when you, you're driving down the road. You might see a deer. So I knew they were real. But then we went out in the woods and I was like, 
yeah, this is this really is starting to sound fishy, you know, after years of not really getting anything. When you started hunting shortly after, um, you know, you got you had some pretty early success as far maybe not as far as like trophies, but just mm-hmm. getting a deer. And I was like, hmm. And I remember uh grandpa felt bad for me, so he took me with him a couple times to his like special stand, and it was like totally nothing like we would go buy from the store. It was like uh he, he would he, he built, built it from, you know, built it with, uh, he literally built the ladder. Didn't even buy a ladder and throw it up and then put a platform. He's like, he built the whole thing. Yeah. So we're up there and I'm like, now I'd probably be freaking out. Like, is this thing going to fall? But at the time I totally trusted him. So we're up there and he was, his whole mission was like, I'm going to make you see a deer and, you know, get you one. So you like, you feel good about hunting. Yeah. And get you hooked. He got so mad at me because in my, in my younger self, I just could not sit still. I could, I couldn't be quiet. So he got really mad at me a couple of times of like, why are you always humming? Stop your humming. <laughs> yeah, he would hum. Al was a hummer. It's so very musically gifted. Um, <laughs> so this all kind of like Al was a hummer. So I used to get really mad because I'd be like, Dad, like I want to get up with all the cousins and go to Grandpa's house and do the whole thing. Like I liked the way our family did it, but I really want to shoot more than I want to like sit there and hunt. Like, can we go shoot the guns? You know, that was always me. And Nate was like, Dude. How old were you at that time? Like, where you remember thinking that? Probably 10 or 12, somewhere in there. That makes really good sense to me. There's a specific memory about shooting guns. Um, that was Alex's thing. Like, after the hunt, Grandpa, Dad, like, Can me, I pop one off now? Like, we'd, we'd always go back to the car, and we'd shoot the gun. Like, that was, we'd shoot a tree. And um, hmm. we'd, it was like almost like a reward for going in a way it felt like. Yeah. If I had to, like, put words to it now. But mm-hmm. I'll never forget it. Like, I was still not shooting the gun. Like, I, I wasn't, I wasn't old enough for whatever reason. We were, like, young. Four, five, six, something like that. And Al shoots. And my grandpa, Hicks, who's he's no longer around. So, like, this is a fond memory of that. Yeah. I don't think I've really ever shared, but I've shared it with my wife. But, like, he, Al shot the gun and there was a log behind him. Well, like grandpa actually suggested that. He's like, use that. It's like, support yourself. Put your foot, like, on the log and that'll be like your brace. Is that what it was? And it seemed like it made sense. <laughs> And this was a break open. This was a break open. So you pull the, yeah. the trigger guard backwards, and the gun broke open. This was a single shot, and it was a 20 gauge. Mm-hmm. And we threw a slug in there, broke it in, and Al shoots, and it just pummeled him. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and he goes back, and he trips over the log, and the and the, the shotgun breaks open, and there's smoke coming out of the... <laughs> and my grandpa was... I just remember, like, it was... Yeah, he goes... <gasps> <laughs> just like laughing like out of his mind because Al just got chucked by this 20 gauge. It's one of those things I he like I think he did it on purpose in hindsight, like the whole tabletop thing with the tree, but he was like, Yeah, put your foot right on there, it'll be great. <laughs> and I remember like he picks him up by the scruff of his neck, like, Oh, you're fine, son. Just you know yeah, I'm like shell shocked, like, oh my, what just happened? <laughs> Literally shell shocked. But yeah, so that was kind of my my uh, my experience, and I literally never got a deer over there all the all the years we hunted by Grandpa's house uh, at yep. Abrahamson's. There, maybe I shouldn't have said the name, but that's um, fine. Anyways, um, it was bad. So the, it culminated in one year where you guys were like, "We're gonna do a deer drive for you. You're gonna sit down by the little creek on a bucket." That we did a lot of bucket hunting with Grandpa, mm-hmm. and so uh, he's like, "You're gonna sit on this bucket, and we're gonna go way down to the other end, and we're gonna we know where they bed, so we're gonna." Drive them down towards you. Just sit right there. I'm like, cool, no problem. Well, 
the way we always did it was like all the gear we, we didn't have our own gear we used grandpa's like old stuff yeah so like all the cousins would just go through it and so if you weren't like first up which shocker i wasn't the first up <laughs> uh you might not get the best gloves or whatever <laughs> so i didn't have the best gloves and i was like man i think there's another pair in the car and after like 30 minutes an hour and I, and I was literally like i could see the car i could see the truck i'm like it's right there okay i'm just gonna go grab some gloves quick i'm right back <laughs> I'm standing by the truck. <laughs> I, shut, I just shut the door with the new gloves on and a deer, like multiple deer run right by my bucket. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and, and this is, I probably shouldn't even admit this, but I, uh, oh, you should. this is the best part. I was young and dumb and like pissed that I wasn't where I was supposed to be. And so I like turn and like, I'm, I were, I'm, I'm on the road, but I like walk across the road. Technically it's somebody else's property. And I like took like a shot at it from like running directly away from me, like 200 yards away, <laughs> nowhere close, I'm sure. And, uh, so they all hear the gunshot and they go, you get him. We were like, yeah, we come through and we're like, you get him Al. Like they, we saw him come. We saw him go <laughs> right by like, that bucket. And, I, and, and there's not really a lion bone in my body. So I told him the truth. Like, no, I got cold. I went to go and switch out my gloves. They ran across the field and uh, I popped off. Yeah. So like, I don't think I hunted for a while after that. I think that was the last one for a few years. What, what age was that one? Roughly. Young. 12, I mean, 13. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. in there. Like to the point where we shouldn't have been hunting alone with a gun. At, legally. You know what I mean? We didn't, we yeah, didn't follow the, we didn't follow those rules. I don't know. You're, you're on the bucket on the other side of the thicket from grandpa. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. It's. We were all within, you know, a couple hundred yards kind of thing. So right here, we'll be back kind of thing. You know, we're going to drive them to you. We'll see you in a second. But that, that yeah. I mean, that really was, that really was the style that we were, I mean, I, I try and, I try and like, I, I don't want to forget the past and I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. It's like very important. Like, but the generation that taught us was very old school, yeah. right? They, they, they were do-it-yourselfers. This was like at the time you said, like, built like they built the stands the blinds the ladders like that's when it like hunting elevated just became legal like that's in that wild. time mm -hmm. it's just at that time right and so you're painting the picture perfectly that's exactly what i wanted you to tell but it's like it's like they built the stand oh yeah there was one specific stand um and again this is you said it like this yeah. was somebody else's property so my grandpa had 40 acres mm -hmm. down the road guy you went to church with had a mm -hmm. couple hundred acres we went down there and it was like a thing we didn't even you know yeah we're gonna go down hunting this day you know after sunday church today we're you know it was like one of those kind of things mm -hmm. and you didn't really necessarily need permission like yeah grandpa it's larry would keep, like, yeah yeah grandpa would keep a, a shotgun loaded in the truck in the in the back of the van yeah Little little Chrysler minivan that he drove around, and mm -hmm. I remember he he had me do that one time. We were driving down to go hunting at this spot, maybe a mile down the road, and there's a deer standing in the middle of the field. Oh, there was a cut. There was there was a cut corn field, and then there was still standing corn. And this deer was like obviously out mm -hmm. in the middle of the cut corn, and then mm -hmm. it was gonna go back into the. And he gave me, get out and grab the gun, and I went out. I'm like twelve, <laughs> and he's like go out there and just just crawl towards it and then shoot at it. And I got out there like twenty yards, and I'm like on my hands and knees, and it starts kind of like. <laughs> doing one of those and and grandpa's just sitting there with the flashers on on the highway <laughs> and he's like he's got he's got like the, these crappy binoculars and he's, yeah he's looking and and he starts kind of trotting a little bit and i just stand up and blow, blam off a couple times but like that was like that was like the style yeah and we so we were brought up in that and we've gotten much more technical would you agree oh yeah for sure like that's something that i, I mean bow hunting like wasn't a, you know something that yeah, we didn't do that back then. It, yeah, yeah, it was shotguns and 
yep. sitting on buckets and deer drives. I mean, that was that was it. Walking through areas where you knew deer would be and push them yep. to your buddies. We all sit till about nine o'clock and then you'd start walking around. That was like yep. how we learned to hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I know, you know, when the women folk are like, hey, you have this much time left to the, to the adults and all the kids are like, we're going out. It's like, okay, boys, it's 10. They're expecting us back soon. Deer drive time. Like yeah. one last ditch effort on the way back in, you know. And like, I remember too, like every Thanksgiving we would go hunting. Yeah. On Thanksgiving day. Oh yeah. Morning and evening. That's when, you know, all the family would get together and all the boys would go out. A bunch morning. of boys. We had nine boy cousins. Oh yeah. Tons of boys. Packed all into the same 60 age. acres basically. And we'd just hunt. We'd hunt them. I mean, we'd hunt them. And every, it's just like, it was like, it was a guaranteed that somebody would shoot. Somebody's shooting oh, a deer. Yeah. Somebody would shoot. Because everybody was in every nook and cranny of the woods. <laughs> every nook and cranny. And there was, yeah. And there was no like, okay, boys, we're only shooting sixes and up. <laughs> yeah. If it's brown, it's down. It's Seriously. Brown. It was yeah. so, it was so pure though. It's and different. we talked yeah. about it like, Hunting was a lot more fun when you didn't worry about the winning, didn't worry about what what size the antlers were. It's just a different generation. And I almost kind of miss it. I honestly do. You know that stand I moved out here? I learned this the other day. That double stand that was my grandpa's that I was all excited about. I was telling him that I moved it out here. And he goes, that's not a double stand. I said, yeah, it is. He goes, well, it didn't used to be. (laughs) I said, what do you mean? He goes, they didn't make double stands when I bought that thing. I cut that son of a bitch, moved it out, and welded it. You know, I made it a double stand. Nuh-uh. He welded that into a double stand. That's sweet. like it's old. That's phenomenal. So yeah. I was like, you just shot your best bow buck out of it this year. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's un, we need but we need to bring your grandpa on and I, just I talk agree. to him. But but like it's that generation. Like he, it wasn't a double, and he wanted more room, so he just cut it apart and made it made a little more Duh. room. Duh. Or like of course you would. You know, mm-hmm. or like your grandpa just built the tree stand. Yeah. Like first time I went hunting with him, we just went and picked a spot and made some brush into a ground blind, and that was it. We walked out there, sat on a bucket, and. So like the bucket thing, different. Like in the tree stand that he built, he he'd he'd open the bucket. Like there's like a lid that you could buy that snapped on, right? Yeah. I don't think he bought it, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> found it somewhere. Open here. up the bucket, put a couple of screws into the deck, put the cap on. Yeah, of course. Hey, he'd sit on that bucket. That was like what we'd sat on. And guess what he put in the bucket when he when he left? A pair of gloves. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't you do that? Had it all thought out. Stays dry. You don't even have to, you know. Perfect. I just thought that that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I like that. So let's let's move on in time. So, um, you you just kind of laid a, a foundation for yourself that doesn't give you a lot of credit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna reel you back in. Okay. You're kind of known now as like a killer. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I got to make up for lost time a little bit. So like, I mean. When we go hunting, you know, we're if we're fortunate enough, it's a couple of times a year. Like, you know, but you you kind of have created this profile of yourself that you're an absolute killer. Like, you you go in the woods and you come out with me almost every time. <laughs> well, when it comes to eating rapids, yeah, at this point, yeah. So, so, like, I want to share one story. Yeah, this this is kind of what I thought that this podcast would be just a lot of storytelling, and yeah. it's exactly kind of what I'm I'm envisioning. But mm-hmm. we went out to uh, we used to hunt in over at uh, Brian's, mm-hmm. and I'm hunting this spot, kind of like into this thicket. Okay, my brother, I was hunting this place hard. I mean, I'd been there a handful of days in a row, and I remember you'd come out. I think it was just starting to be mm-hmm. gun season, somewhere in the no November fifteenth, sixteen range. And do you remember this where I was back in that meadow? And you were on the, just on the outside fringe. 
yeah. of this thicket area. And so we were hunting like when we were up in the stand, we could kind of see each other's orange hats. Mm -hmm. and it was maybe 200 yards max. Yeah. Would mm -hmm. you agree? Yeah. And, uh, and you were hunting with a pump shotgun. Mm -hmm. So you had five shots, five slugs. Oh, yeah. And I remember like... <laughs> I think I know this story. Yeah, and I, I'm creeping in, and it was just one of those nights. It's just beautiful. It's like anything could happen. You're in a thicket in a swamp, November 15, 16. Like, this is a great time to be alive. And I remember, like, I'm creeping through the this really thick stuff, and I get up into my stand, just getting settled, and, like, it's 4.30. Like, 6 o'clock is dark, something like that. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, and like, I'm just sitting there kind of, like, reminiscing and just kind of, like, getting in into the stand settling in the stand and i hadn't actually started really hunting yet honestly like it just felt like i just we just settled and all of a sudden i hear boom 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 <laughs> boom boom <laughs> like that fast like that fast it was like, like boom 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 <laughs> boom boom and i'm like yeah. i was like that couldn't be al because that he's, oh, he's yeah. using a pump shotgun i'm like there's no way he could do it that fast oh yeah that was my first instinct was like that was a semi-auto i was like if that was Al, like he was a boom, 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 boom. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. So tell, so that was me. I was like, I was, I didn't even, you know, you like text. Yeah. Like, did I did didn't? Was do that, that you? Was something like that? I don't know. Or something? I didn't even do that because I was like, there's no way that was Al. Had to been the neighbor right over here. So like one of you, you, either you or Dad was like, was that you? <laughs> yeah. I could just see you like, like son. Like so, tell tell that out. tell that story because that kind of that kind of like that's kind of towards the beginning of like your you go into the woods you come out with me like that that's like the the yeah. beginning of that chapter yeah that chapter of your life so so like I you know going back to what I had said like I hadn't hunted in a in a long time since the going back to the truck to get my gloves thing so my first deer after that was years later and it was and I was actually kind of proud of the shot that I took like. It was, it was in Eaton Rapids was my, my first year ever. Um, not at the other, that property, a different property. And it was like a 70 yard, like open sights shot with it, like quartering away. And I wasn't even thinking about, man, it's quartering away. So I like, now I think about that, but then I was like, yeah, you know, I'd like to think that I'm an okay natural shot. And so I made the shot and you were like, wow, that was like not an easy shot. And I was like, I guess it wasn't. I guess I'm kind of good, man. That's crazy, right? You did that. That specific shot. It was a. It was a. You thought it was a doe, but it was a spike buck, mm -hmm. and just clobbered it from like 85 yards with like this open sight deal. Like I remember that. Yeah, incredible. And so that was my first year ever. I'm flying high, and then I think it was a season went by. I didn't get anything. Didn't really even go that much. And then uh, that second year, I was like, oh man, I got it. I got to get back out there. Like I can't, I can't get held scoreless again. And I, I still feel that, you know, today too, a little bit, but, um, anyways, so that, so then <clears throat> that's my mindset going into that hunt was like, Nathan had been way more like, okay, I'm getting out there. And I was like, I got to make the most of my amount of time here. Cause like, I gotta, you know, I gotta go back to reality like tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Like this is my time right now. Yeah. And so I went in there and it was not a very big deer, but it's the only deer I saw. And so I was like, okay, I'm doing it. And I was definitely because of that mind space, like rushing it. So the first, the first of the many, many shots was a wide open, not moving broadside. Turns out like after, after I got down, like I saw that I skimmed its belly. Like you could see like the mm. fur on the bottom. Mm -hmm. So I just missed it low. So I, I think in the moment I knew, oh no, I missed it low over adjusted high, blew it over its back. 
at this point it has no clue where I'm at. It's just freaked out. <laughs> and so it turns towards me th- thinking it's getting away, but it's coming right at me. And so I rack that third one in and uh, it like sees this like log in this trail. So it, like it bounds over the log and while it's in midair, I just blow its head off. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not proud of it <laughs> it's bad shooting but uh i remember because like so i did end up i didn't use all five so I, I went bang bang turns towards me bang and but it's like and i don't and i'm not experienced i don't know what like i i'm pretty sure i hit it and clearly its head's blown off but i didn't like know that from the time at the time so it's like still moving and I'm like, oh no, put it out of its misery. So I got down and it was still moving. <laughs> I'm like, so that's when I popped off the fourth one. And uh, you guys were like, what the heck? Yeah, at that point, I think I called you and you were like, yeah, I got it. I, he's down. And I'm, I, so I came over and I immediately like you skull capped him. Oh yeah. Like I'm, I'm like, I didn't even wait to get down. Like I got down and like, I freaked out and like put it out of its misery. I thought, but it was totally dead already. And uh, so I'm just standing over top of it. You're, you guys are probably thinking, oh, we're going to have to track this thing I or just, something. I, that's why I'm dying is because I remember. Yeah. And I got that picture, Val. Look at that picture. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> I remember oh, the, the reason I'm dying is because yeah. you called me that evening. And it was like, it was maybe right as you walked up on that deer. And you were like, holy shit, Al. <laughs> <laughs> like dude my brother's skull cap this dome i'd never seen anything like it so yeah not proud of that but it happened and uh so i was like and it wasn't a very big deer and i'm a big guy in the in the first place so like you know i was like okay i'll post it on facebook whatever and and uh i never have heard the end of it from my father-in-law <laughs> he's like wow you he so you shoot dogs <laughs> like that's how small that thing is <laughs> like oh my gosh yeah. um so yeah, so so that that kind of went into again like another like I don't know why just my my young mind was like cool I got one so then I like kind of relaxed and I was more picky the next year didn't didn't see anything you know didn't didn't get one um, and then that next year that same pressure came on back like oh I gotta do that you know I gotta get another one Wait, so hold on where do you think that pressure comes from well, explain the pressure too because I'm not because you you said you still feel a little bit of of it today is it just brotherly like to up one up each other is that what you're saying um so i enjoy the hunt i really do but there's a huge part of me that's like if you didn't actually see anything or shoot something you kind of wasted your time a little bit it used to be like i would go out a handful of times a year so there was like you got three hunts and you gotta get one (laughs) and if you don't you failed right and now i go a little bit more than that but um so you I go, don't you go a lot more than that. A lot more than that. But yeah, I don't I don't I don't give up as easily now. Now it's like, okay, it's I've gone 15 times in October and I've got another, you know, 10, 15 coming in November. So now it's like I have more opportunities, I guess. But um but yeah, I definitely feel that way. Like if I, I, I get pickier after I've gotten one, I guess. I'm 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 really just looking for bucks at, at this point that are of decent size. Um because of my next story, basically, because I finally got on the board with like a good size buck. Um, and so then that very, that next year I was like very picky, like, yep, there's no reason, you know, I'm good. I got, I got two last year. I got a, my biggest buck of my life. Okay. I'm going to like try to be more picky. Um, but then that next year, that pressure always comes back. I'm like, okay, now it's time to kill again. It's <laughs> like, I don't care what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Why. <laughs> it's just how I think, I guess. But so this is, we're, we're in chronological order still. So yeah, the, Al came on, we did probably one of our best podcast episodes 
Just the brother one. The brother where you came on at one point. I had interviewed you in your house. Yeah. And it was the story of the those two bucks. Yeah. And I think the title, what was the title of that? It was a really good podcast. I don't remember. Just keep hunting. Just yeah, keep just hunting. Just keep hunting. Kind of reminds me of like Dory from Nemo. You know, just keep swimming, but just keep hunting. Just yeah. keep hunting. Yeah, I'll, just keep I'll hunting. link that down in the description as well. Yeah, because yeah, that one was like a, a roller coaster for you. Yeah, give it, give us just the cliff notes. Don't don't go into it too much, but just so people maybe want to go listen to it. But just chronologically, yeah. I think we're in that. That's the next hunt that you had, right? Or yeah, a successful hunt. Yeah, part of it's like wanting to. Part of the pressure is like wanting to prove it to myself, and some of it's because, you know, you've had a lot of success in hunting, and and so there, it's just one of those things that's like, yeah, you know, I, like I don't want to just go out there and. Yeah, I went out and didn't see anything. Like, I hate that. So it's like, you know, so that pressure kind of is part of what I go through, I guess. But so I'm still inexperienced, right? So I got first deer, second one skull capped. <laughs> uh, and so I'm like, okay, so I'm starting to get some deer, but I'm still not like experienced. So I don't even really know what like, uh, so a headshot goes right down. The first one I shot was more of like a, it neck. was almost kind of a perfect shot, really. Was it more of like a neck? It was like a neck-ish but lower you hearted him yeah hearted him so went right down i'm like oh that's what deer do right so then this third you know this next buck comes out it's my biggest buck ever and he comes down this hill and he's rutting hard and i've never seen a rutting deer either both the other two were not rutting one was one was a buck but the other one was a doe so i was like okay so he's got his head down he's he's hauling down that valley where we we hunt eating rapids and yeah, that's why this story is so good. That's exactly, I don't know if the listeners caught that, but like yeah. he's basically saying the first two deer that he'd ever shot, he shot them and they dropped immediately, dropped down. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, there was one other deer I shot in my life too, actually, like, in uh, in Jackson. Um, and so I'm just giving a little And they more. all went down though. This valley, yeah. a doe came through. Hour later, biggest buck of your life comes through. Yeah. Yeah. So this so this deer comes down and I don't, I didn't even think about trying to stop him really and then i kind of remembered like you had probably said something like in the truck okay like if you see one try to like merp him you know it's like okay i I don't even know what a deer sounds like at that point because i haven't done my research basically so my merp was probably like really bad but anyways so he comes around like behind this pine tree and i'm like waiting for him on the other side like oh i see him coming and he and he comes out i go you know whatever whatever awful merp i did and it worked he stops and at that point i'm like shit in my pants like like do I, I didn't want to rush it, but I didn't want to like wait either. I'm like, well, so if you merp him, does it scare him? Or is he going to start running? Like I had no clue what I was doing. Is this the same pump shotgun yep. open sights? Same exact gun, same exact stand. Yep. And uh, I think yep. it was grandpa's, I want to say it was grandpa's screw gun. My very first, my very first year was for sure. I'm not sure if this, this day was. But That's why it was impressive. Yeah. So explain that now. So there's a shotgun. <laughs> we talked about it on a couple podcasts yeah. ago. Winchester. Like With your the, dad, I think. The iron sight, like this part, yeah. not this part, but this part, where you're lining up the barrel, yeah. like that had broke off, and Grandpa put a flathead screw yep. in there. So and epoxy the crap out of it. Yeah. So he's looking down So I'm down looking the down the flathead screw to the bead at the end. <laughs> anyway, so he comes Take up from behind this life. tree. So I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for him to come behind this tree. Okay, he comes out. I'm up him. He stops. I'm like, is he going to take off running because I scared him or whatever? So I'm like. He's broadside. So I've got all the time in the world, but I'm wasting it because I'm thinking, oh, what do, what do, do I need? You know, so I I took like a kind of a, in my mind, a rush shot, but I'm sure it wasn't. And uh, goes taking off running, like sprinting past down the pond, up the hill on the other side. And I'm like, I missed him, you know, and, and I was like just distraught because it was the biggest buck I've ever seen. 
This was November 16th. Yeah. And so like, I'm like basically a grown man in tears, just like, why do we even hunt? I suck. I'm selling my stuff. Like, I, I think I, I either texted or called dad and said something like that. I was like, I think I'm selling all my stuff. You want my gun? Like, I'm done. Like, yeah, I, but you were serious though. <laughs> I was pissed. And so anyways, I think you said We've something. all been there though. Like, why do I even do this? I'm selling all my stuff. Everybody's been there at some point. Yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. it's yeah, over. And, uh, and you, you and dad both were like texting me like, okay, just, just sit and we'll go see. We'll go look for it. Just keep maybe. hunting. Yeah. Just keep hunting. Right. And, uh, it was probably wasn't even 30 minutes later. And I'm still like kind of going through it, but I'm like not actively crying anymore, like a like a child. You're, so you're, at um, that point, you're a hundred percent convinced you missed that deer. Hundred percent. And you literally you like you cried. So there was oh, yeah. there was no I'm gonna get down and blood trail this thing. It was like I missed no. him. So no, he's nope. He ran off because I'm like he didn't drop. So he's and know. Dad and Nate are like and he didn't like I'll just keep hunting. Yeah, yeah he didn't. Milk it's November sixteenth. Just keep hunting. Just, Nine o'clock. Yeah. yeah, keep going. Yeah. So then, so same exact path. There's, he's they're both clearly following. A doe. Uh, no. yeah. And so the same exact path. And that's why I'm like, I get my second chance. Unbelievable. How often do you get a second chance? Is this one smaller or bigger? This one's smaller, but I didn't care. I was like, it's a buck. It ended up being a six point, but the other one was bigger. But I was like, oh, well, like at least I get a second chance, right? So same exact shot. Take the shot. Exact takes same off, spot. Takes like off. Same standing Literally position. the same spot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> goes running off the other way, lose sight of him. And I'm like, I missed again. did I miss again? <laughs> I'm looking at the gun like... You know, now I'm just sitting there just like, I'm 100% done now. Like, there's zero chance I'm hunting ever again in my life. Um, <laughs> and so, Dad, I think we waited another 30 minutes or an hour, and Dad came over, and we systematically tracked the first one, and then the second one, they were both down. <laughs> I was just like... <laughs> just clobbered them. Double-lunged them. Yeah, both now, of them. So now I'm feeling stupid. Like, you know, all, all the emotion was, like, happy, but also, like, what, a, <laughs> what an idiot you are. You had no clue what you were doing, you know? But... So then I'm, you know, by the end of the day, I've got a, two deers and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grinning with two of them. I'm like, oh, it's great. Like, you know, best story of my life my, may never top that kind of, kind of like two in one day thing. But, um, yeah. So like then I'm flying high, you know, another year or two goes by and I, and I, but so the pressure wasn't as bad, you know, going into the prior seasons as it used to be. Cause I'm like, okay, now I'm kind of like starting to like get some under my belt, but, mm-hmm. um, the theme seems to become like, holy shit, Al. <laughs> like like every time, like no matter how the story ends, he gets yeah. a photo or he's there yeah. and you walk up and it's like, holy shit, Al. <laughs> like that's like <laughs> that 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 seems to be the arising theme for me. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, so like anyways, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a cool story because so it, you you need to go listen to that one because there's a lot more detail yeah. that was involved. It's a, oh, it yeah. was one of the best podcasts I'm ever doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because of the it was fresh and so, it was the roller and it was coaster. a roller coaster of like as deer hunting is. Oh like yeah. Anybody who's been through that or has shot a deer and and you've had like, you all have doubts. Even if you feel like you clobbered him, and you're like, well, what if I didn't? What if mm-hmm. it happens to everybody? It really does. And the fact that the the first three deer you had shot before that all dropped right there. Oh yeah. Like that set up that roller coaster of events for you yeah and so and and part of the reason why i like telling it is because it's not i'm not some you know know-it-all hunter that you know i'm like anybody that goes out and puts in the time can do this thing and yeah. like i don't want people to feel like bad about not knowing what they're doing because i didn't know what i was doing either and um, and you smoked both of them right oh like, double long right behind the shoulder open sights shotgun like clobbered and it, them yeah and it was the same exact spot on both deer it was like Dead, dead nuts. Nothing wrong with the gun. Nothing wrong with me. But no. I just totally doubted it. Yep. So I couldn't believe it. Quite literally, when you sent me the photos, 
because I, I wasn't there that morning. I was actually hunting your your woods, yeah. and yeah, crazy. Anyway, so then we fast forward to I, I kind of totally switch gears because mostly because of you to bow hunting. I was not that that's, I'm like this is exactly yeah. What okay, I that's to go. what I wanted to say because this is all prior to you ever picking up a bow. Yeah, and it's not like I feel like gun hunting isn't fun or whatever or not as pure or whatever. But at that point, you were like, hey, you should you should try you know shooting bow and arrow like. And I was like, I'm kind of broke. I don't know if I've got that much money to put into it. You're like, recurves, you know, traditional bows can be less expensive than like a compound or whatever. So I got into like a $400, $500 setup and uh, started shooting a lot. And I don't know if that was why. I think that that's not how I remember it. I remember yeah. you, I had just got a traditional bow and I did a podcast with Rob Gillow over mm -hmm. at Shoepex Sporting That's Gibbs. where I went to go get my bow from, yeah. Shout out to Shoepex. You should go down there and tell them Painted Arrow sent you. They will take care of you. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you got a really nice traditional bow. Um, yeah. That, that was, like, really nice. I mean, it was, like, a really nice traditional bow, and you got it set up. And I just remember you thinking that you told me, like, you wanted to do it the most pure way. That's what you told me. Oh, I also really enjoyed shooting it that way. Cause I'd never done that before. And so you had one too. So I shot yours before I ever got mine, but I was like, yeah, this is, this is fun and, um, more of a challenge and all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, I, do, I like the idea of the whole thing. Do you feel like that was the next challenge for you? Like, do, do you think at any level you started to think, man, like, I don't, I don't want to say that you thought you were mastering gun hunting, but I you definitely had, you, did you, not. you had gotten some, you'd gotten some kills under your belt. You'd had some success yeah. and it was kind of like, was it like, what's next? What else can I do here? It was kind of that. Um, because I think for both of you, it's interesting that like bow hunting wasn't in your family. Like you talk a lot about how hunting was this family thing. We all 14 of us went out on Thanksgiving and we all went hunting. But at some point, mm -hmm. like Nate started bow hunting and then Al started bow hunting. Yeah. Now your dad bow hunts. Like at some point that happened. Yeah. Some of it was the challenge. I mean, I kind of, I used to make jokes. I'm a big golfer. So it was always, Nate was like, oh, I'm a hunter. And I'm like, I'm a golfer. And I would make jokes like, well, how about this? I'll take my wedge and you take your bow and we'll see who can hit that at 50 yards. You know, like that was like, so it was kind of like a natural progression of like being, being a golfer is kind of like being a marksman, I guess. And mm -hmm. I've always enjoyed shooting guns more so than hunting up, you know, for most of my life. And so I was kind of like, yeah, this is like a new challenge. It was almost like the beat, can you hit the target with no sights kind of thing. It's like instinctual shooting is what I was trying to to. to That's do. really interesting. So I was like, Al I like is this. a big golfer. I've never, never heard it put like that because usually hunters and golfers aren't like, they don't like. So, uh, I don't know. It works I know out. some hunters who are really big golfers, but it, anyway, it's not but always it, like that. It's, it's like marksmanship. There's definitely the, especially with traditional bow hunting, you, you are one with your... I mean, you have yeah. to be, and yeah. like, it's the same thing with, you said like a wedge or like when you're putting, mm -hmm. whatever you are like quite literally relying on muscle memory and repetition to get you mm -hmm. to be successful. I like that. And I, I weigh, that. I weigh downplayed the, dif the difference in technology between a compound and, <laughs> and a recurve is at first I was like, well, if you're going to get a bow, just get a recurve because it is the most pure and it is, I think it's more fun to shoot than a compound. hundred percent. I agree. And, uh, and all those things, I'm like, and plus, like, what you're gaining, what you're you're losing ten yards of effective range. I was so wrong, <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's what I thought at the beginning. Like, why would you ever even get a cowboy? So you get the you get the trad bow, yeah. You uh, you kind of invest a little bit. You get the target. Mm -hmm. 
Now you get a chunk of the season that you never had. And that was my favorite part. So golfers in the South, it's golf is year round. This weather's good, but in Michigan, it's not. So it was actually kind of like perfect for me because I pretty much stopped golfing the, there's a big tournament I play in in the, basically the first weekend of October every year. But other than that, I'm like, okay, cool, great. Now I can switch from golf over to hunting. And it's like, perfect. I, don't miss I love that. Um, so I miss opening day of bow, but that's, you know, I guess that's not even really the best time anyways. Probably more late bow season is the prime time. but So it works out great for me. Um, and so I went over to, um, and I'm also hunting like a pretty highly pressured small parcel. I don't have any land, so I was using a, um, a small piece behind my uh, father-in-law's golf course. And uh, so that's been a challenge as well. So I was trying to recurve hunt a really tiny parcel that I don't have any cameras on or a food plot or any of those things. And I went, how hard could it be? I'll throw up a ladder stand and, you know, and I ended up being totally wrong, but right that first year. Cause there yeah. was this monster that came out, but it was directly below me. So I, I'm a new recurve hunter. Don't have anything really set up. I get lucky that this huge buck probably like, it was, I, I didn't count him, but I thought he was like a 10 or a 12 point and just massive. And so I get the worst buck fever of my life and it's a straight down shot and I panic and go, you know, I better take this while he's here when I probably should have waited till I maybe got a better shot. Yeah. Yeah. So I take the shot and I shoulder him and he's totally fine. But what's interesting about this is like, I'm hunting this, this again, we were hunting the same night and like, I'm thinking like this, this is the real, but sad truth. Like I'm thinking like if my brother shoots a buck with a bow, of a trad bow his first year out with a trad bow after like like so many things have to go right not to even yeah. mention like you've never practiced shooting a traditional bow at an elevated stand never once and like flat. all these like it just it's almost near impossible and i get this call i get this call i'll never forget it and he's like <laughs> you're just like i just shot at a monster buck and i think i hit it and i was like what <laughs> i was like what are you talking about like yeah. with your trad bow like you're hunting right now yeah and i remember like because you, you didn't even know he was hunting that night i was hunting an hour and a half across the state like way down wait wait but, but yeah. i but i remember being a, a friend of yours like when you started getting into archery and it was like i was like i'll put a food plot in like how's hunting right now like <laughs> like you weren't necessarily yeah. always keeping him up to date like hey i'm yeah. going hunting today but then it was like dude i just shot a big buck and you're like you're hunting right right now <laughs> i was blown away because specifically specifically the trad bow portion of it yeah at an elevated stand and a 10 foot little you know acre spot behind a golf like i was just like what what yeah <laughs> and so i literally drove across the state that night <laughs> for nothing we, it turned out <laughs> No, but like, it's, but you were excited. But that, I think that was such a good moment for us as brothers, as well as you as a hunter. Like, yeah, like that. I mean, like we, we, you, you learn. That's how you learn. Unfortunately, like that deer came in. What was that? Seven yards. Uh, yeah, probably less. Like, like right below me. monster buck. <laughs> and I think I could have. I, I was jokingly like I could have like jumped down with a knife and had a better chance. That's incredible that he got that close and you were actually able to get a shot off and that you actually connected you hit with him, him and you had blood on the arrow. Like all those things to me were yeah. crazy. So <laughs> like I, I have to say, by the way, I think you were had I think you had a mixture of emotions. I think you were like like proud and and maybe even like like proud and also like maybe a little bit jealous and also maybe a little bit like disappointed at the same time as you're like, dude, this is an awful shot. But and so you said something to me in the midst of me having my emotions and you having some of those emotions. And I didn't want to hear it, but 
you were right. <laughs> it was something along the lines of, uh, it's probably good you didn't get that because then your head just would have been all swollen, you know. And Did I, I say and, that? And it, good. I, I'm I, glad I said that. And <laughs> you may have used a different word, but that's what I interpreted it as. And you're right, though, because I probably would have. So I had a couple of good bucks with my gun. If yeah. I would have got that monster with my bow first first season out, I'd have been. I probably wouldn't have hunted for a couple of years. And I'm like, yeah, dude, this is easy. This is the, <laughs> you know. Well, was this pre Holy Spirit? Do you remember? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was. Right. So if I put myself in your position, like you're hunting hard, you're putting in all of the work year round, blah 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 blah. Your brother buys a trad bow, goes out on a ten acre parcel behind a golf course. Had he shot a giant buck with a trad bow at seven yards behind a golf course, there's no way you wouldn't have been. And I maybe jealous isn't the right word, but you would have been like, what? And that's what I was getting at. Is you're like, dude, like this isn't supposed to be this easy. Like it was almost like what? <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't think jealousy is the right word. It's I not. Really don't. But but you would have been. It would have been like what? Like yeah. mind blowing. Yes, mind blowing and yeah. incredulous. I think is a good word for it. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was one hundred percent what it was. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm sitting there like, yeah, like he he, he wouldn't. That. Obviously, he'd be happy for you as his brother. Oh yeah, but it's like what? <laughs> like yeah. that's what it would have been like. Yeah, it's there's 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 Alex and I are very competitive. We always have. Of been. course, we're we're a year and ten days apart in age. Yeah. So like we grew up quite literally sharing a room. Like, I mean, we used to like fist fight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're, we have that kind of a relationship. <laughs> yeah, we did. <clears throat> we did. No, I'm not even kidding. I know. He got um, me in trouble one time for faking crying in a different room of the house. And so my mom comes storming down the hallway and goes, you know, what happened? And he he hit me. And I'm like not even in the same room as him. <laughs> and so she bends me over. Don't you hit your brother. And I'm like, and I'm looking across the hallway at him, and he's just like, that was oh, that, God. that was Nate growing up. Oh, Lord. So maybe it would have been better if I would have shot that buck. Maybe you needed that. Maybe you needed that. It was it would have been for you, not for me. <laughs> um so anyway. Let me get us back on yeah, track. Get, get us back on track. So the trad bow. You get into the trad bow. Yeah. We we had tracked that deer. We had come to the conclusion yeah, that there was very you, little penetration. You wiped my tear and you said, This is this honey. is good for you. Go shoot your bow more. And I was like, Okay. And yeah. it, it was bittersweet. It was like, man, this could have been such a cool story. Was the arrow broken off? No, it was not. So it came straight back out and you knew he had maybe that much penetration. We had found the arrow like twenty yards from where point of impact was. We trailed the we looked everywhere for the deer. I mean, it yeah. wasn't like a quick little thing. Like we looked everywhere for it. Um, but yeah, like you had gotten mm-hmm. like at that point though, like if you recap that at, after that hunt, you'd really gotten almost the bug. Like it was like, okay, this is like a dip. You, you it could gave you a see taste. the, yeah, you could see the potential for that earlier portion of the year and mm-hmm. like getting close is fun. Getting close to deer that are really big is like really fun. And I was like looking back now and just kind of after we're talking about this, like that, yeah. that honestly probably was one of the. Yeah, coolest things that could have happened for your bow hunting career yeah. because you it, now you really like yeah. embraced it and you wanted yeah. to improve and you started investing and then this that, is kind of when we get to the point where I yeah. kind of gave you my I didn't give you I sold it was, you. A, it was a good deal I mean for sure no 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 like but I sold you my my bow yeah my it was a PSE, PSE NXT Evo thirty five so it was like a really good size bow for bigger guys and he and I are basically the same height. Wingspan, yeah, almost the same identical. in every way. Six pack and 
skip, you know, <laughs> thin as a rail. I'm no, but we really that. are. Like we have like the yeah. almost identical wingspan. Wingspan yeah. though, yeah, for sure. And we're almost like exactly the same height. Like exactly. Anyway, you get the you get this NXT Evo 35. Talk talk to me. I want to I want to dive into this year's hunt. Yeah. That you were filming on the Magpro, and I want to like I want I got the I got the video on here, and I want to I want to watch it. Yeah. And I want to talk about the the recovery experience because yeah. it kind of tailors into our product, obviously, but it's more of a it's a huge yeah. learning point to get your first deer with a bow. And I think that our listeners will definitely benefit from hearing this because not everybody hunts. Yeah. I think yeah. there's people that listen to this who don't necessarily hunt. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. let's talk about that. Talk talk to me about this year with the bow in your first year. Yeah, and, and I do want to say one more thing about my first like bow hunting season, like other than the disappointing part of not getting that giant. Um, it really like opened my eyes to bow hunting for some other selfish reasons because I like my beauty sleep and. So I also like warm weather. I don't like freezing my butt off. Cause that was always like the number one thing of like I don't I don't want to hunt in the late season because I just get too cold and it's not even fun. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, so I could sit comfortably with much less clothing on in October, and I don't have to get up as early, especially before the time change. Yeah. And I was like, this is amazing. Like so I was like at that part really it was like, yeah, this is way better. Why do we even Why do we even gun hunt in November? This is stupid. Interesting. Right? So that, uh, my mind totally flipped on that. So uh, how many real quick. How many seasons had you bow hunted before you switched to the compound bow for this season? Was it two or three? It was two or three. I can't remember exactly. I want to say it was two. Okay. Um. So this, let's just say, this would be your third year bow hunting. Yeah. And so you're I, going into it with the PSE. Yeah. It, it, it might. It's thir- it's three or four total. Um. But yeah, probably three. And um. So I start shooting the compound bow and. I'm not trying to minimize like the importance of shooting your bow often, but compared to the recurve, I was like, my dispersions, if I didn't touch it for a week, were like, it's way simpler, I guess, to make tweaks and, you know, to get it perfect is a huge challenge, right? But to get, you know, my mindset with the recurve was like, I had my deer decoy and I was like, if I can hit that, I'm, I'm good, you know? And I'm trying to get, you know, tar- you know, groupings like that big. And I'm like, well, with a compound with much less practice, I'm like that big. Well, that's a dead deer. Like, that was my mindset. It was like, this is important to shoot, but this technology is like, well, I'm even more deadly. This is great. You have a sight. I was confident, you know. Um, most 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 people do not start with a trad bow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> most yeah. people go the other direction. They go gun, crossbow, you know what I mean? Compound, yeah. trad yeah. bow. Like, it, it's like your trajectory was interesting. Unique. Yeah, I, I've shot my recurve like hardly at all since I got the compound and I, I want to try to get back to that. But yeah. So in comparison, I was like, I'm very confident and this is fun. And my mindset also kind of changed, which makes hunting more fun where it's like, now if I just go out and I see deer, I'm having fun. Not just, it's not as much. I have to get one to have fun. Hmm. So that's, it took me a while though. Probably took me, you know, eight to 10 years of hunting to get there. Um, and I'm talking about my adult life since, since the first deer I got, till now like now that's that's more fun for me so i still get you know bummed if i go out and see nothing as i'm sure most people do but um if i'm seeing anything even if it's not a shooter i'm like yeah this is this is part of the thing and i i almost kind of enjoy like watching them like walk through my food plot even if i'm not going to shoot them and i'm you know i'm just like you know i might even take pictures of them and send them to abby and stuff like i enjoy it like that part of it more now um and so yeah so i go a, a ton in october with my compound bow um, this year this year 
and right at the golf course mostly. And I see some things, but how much mostly, is a ton? Like roughly for me, I probably went 15 times in yeah. October, something like that. Wow. 15 hunts. Uh, mostly weekends. I took a couple days here and there off like a Friday or yeah, something. Yeah. But, cool. Um, or I might like peace out early on a Friday and go. He do was hunting the cold front this year. Yeah. Like but, he was, we were, you know, he was, but in, I was he was in attention. there in really good times. Like yeah. he was in there hunting like yeah. the right times. Oh, oh yeah. He, sorry. I also have been, so we did a, a food plot last season together and we got it in pretty late. And that was the first time I had done that. And I saw a lot of, of action of deer coming to it. And so then this, this, this season I, uh, I did it my own on my own in the summer with, with help from, uh, my father-in-law has a bunch of, you know, golf course equipment. So he was like, yeah, you can use whatever you want. So like that, that hundred percent helped. So, but I go back there and I, you know, redid the food plot in the same spot and moved my stand. I did a couple things and put up a new camera. And so I was trying to get more, you know, tech hunting deer, you know, techie, you know, and That's so uh, cool. Um, and I love the cell cams. That's so sweet that you can just get it right away. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't like having to go in to get the, the cards. I pretty yeah. much would just do it once a season at that point. But um, anyway, so I like that a lot better. Um, so I go, I went and did my food plot, and I think that shocked you as well. You're like, wait, you did that on your own? You sent me a photo of a luscious plot, and I was like, when did you plant that? What? I remember. You, yeah. You t- he was blown away and like called me like, Al planted a food plot. <laughs> I, I didn't you know were... you bought seed. I didn't know you <laughs> yeah. had a tractor. I didn't know you. you when like, did you do this? <laughs> yeah, you were like, well, you you put me onto that seed that's called Big Sexy. Yeah, and Domain. I, and Domain, I re- yeah. Yeah, and I remembered that, so... Anyways, it was like, you're like well, what'd you put that. in? And I was like, Big Sexy, what else? And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I think you were waiting for the call for like, hey, can you come help me out? And instead you just got the, hey, it's done. And you're like, huh? <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly what he was waiting for. Yeah. was like, hey, can you come help me? Yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah, so that was, so that's good. So that leads up to the season. And I'm, and I go, I go a lot for me, you know, 10 to 15 times. Um. And I see some things, but none none were like shooters. And now my new barometer is kind of like, okay, I want to get an eight pointer above because that's along what my biggest is. I, I my biggest isn't like a total giant. Like there's room for bigger. It's probably for sure. 115 or 120 inch deer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's a good deer. And I'm like, but that's kind of like, okay, I'm looking for that or bigger kind of if it's a buck. And then I'm I'm willing to shoot those. Um, and I, at this point in my life, I still haven't gotten any deer with a, any sort of bow. So I was kind of like, okay, if it's a doe, if it's a shooter doe or or an eight-point buck or bigger, okay, I'll do it. And so I see a lot of deer, but I don't see what, you're what I'm looking for. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of spikes, a lot of button bucks, small does. And I and I kept remembering my father-in-law, you shooting dogs? So I was like, I can't shoot, I can't shoot that one. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> there, <laughs> pause not- real quick. I'm sorry. I hate to do this, but there's a lot of beauty in what you just said. Like... <laughs> Like, let's rewind it very quickly back to the very beginning when it was like, it's brown, it's down, the whole family on a bucket in a thicket. And now Al is planting food plots, hanging stands, doing all of this on your own, sitting there, letting deer walk through your food plot. That's not really what I'm looking for. Like, that is growth. Like, that's in, that's incredible. It really is. Yeah. And, and and part of it is, like I said, like, now that's fun to me, where before I'd have been like, I only got this hunt and maybe one other day, so I better do it. Um I feel like there was a very uh, obvious time in my memory too. Like when I started just seeing a lot of deer, like it, that became fun to me. Yeah. Like when you're a kid mm-hmm. and even in teenage years, like if you really just want to get one like that, like what, yeah. what else are we out here for? Mm-hmm. But there was a very obvious time in my mind when it was like, man, if I'm just seeing deer, like this is a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, I guess my only, you know, regret would be like, I wish I would have started that journey when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So like I could have had that, that growth. And then when, yeah. when I was a young man, I would have already been to this point. So it, maybe it took me a little longer, but, um, but yeah. So, so anyways, yeah, I'm, I'm here now and, uh, deer walking through the food plot all season. Sorry. Deer, deer walking through and, and I really, my, my, my two big goals this year were, um, cause I hadn't gotten anything since the year I got two in a row. Um, and eating rapids and so my big goal was i want to break the mold of only shooting deer out of that same stand at eating rapids yeah so i okay so i made this joke and you thought it was absolutely atrocious or this comparison because it's nowhere near the same but so i said i'm kind of like tom brady and that's where and there's zero comparison between me and tom brady <laughs> other than he got all of his rings in uh in in new england and so the people were like well can he do it elsewhere or was it just bill right so yeah. for me it's like you got all of your deer, but one or two, most of your deer are in this same stand in Eaton Rapids. Can you do it anywhere else? Yeah. And so that was kind of like my goal is, okay, I got to do it. I want to get one at the golf course because I'm on my food plot yeah. and I want to get one with a bow. Those are my two goals. Well, I got one of the, I got one of the two. I got, I got the bow kill finally, but, um, but not, but still in the same stand in Eaton Rapids. <laughs> 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 so, so we got some room. It's a hot stand. It's a hot stand. I, I literally, every time I go out there, I, I see huge deer. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. I felt really bad the year I got two because I think you had literally hunted that stand like five to ten times. Yeah, I'll go listen to that prior. podcast yeah. that Trav's going to that that, that's that's, I forgot detail. about that. Yeah. And I, that, you were like, I'd been hunting that. Yeah. yeah so, I remember yeah. that. We got together the night before opening day, if you remember, and we we watched uh, we watched uh, Escanaba in the Moonlight, as we try to do most mm. years. And there's that huge storm. You remember that that year? Yep, the 15th. We didn't go out. So we didn't 15th. go out because it was like tornado weather. It was like it bad. Was the 16th. Yeah. Wasn't it really warm too? It was a funky day. It was a re- like Weird. it was like it was like we didn't go. I that remember year, like, everybody's opening day was the 16th. I remember. Yeah. 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 So, anyways, yeah. So th- you know, I felt really bad because I was like, other than that one funky day, Nate was in this stand and didn't hunted it hard. Yeah. Didn't hard. and didn't see that deer. Didn't see any antler. Then I come hard, out and. <laughs> And you, I remember you were like the same kind of thing as what we were talking about, like incredulous or whatever, you know, not jealous, but whatever that word needs to be. And you were just like, I hunted that stand, dude. Like, I'm happy for you, but like, what the heck? That's my deer. That's my deer. It's kind of like a little bit of the vibe. I was like, yeah, you're right, but he's mine now. So um, anyways, um, so anyways, I hunt the crap out of the golf course. I'll get to, I'll get to the point. Um, and so I go, um, you, you you're getting to the how you got to that stand. Yeah, first time first time this year going out to that old reliable stand in Rapids with Dad, and I was I was even like, Dad, I promise you, if you sit in that stand, like both you and I, I think both share that we like really wanted Dad to get one. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, there and, was the huge theme of this well, podcast. Yeah, well documented. Yeah. and so I was like, Dad, why don't you take that stand? Because <laughs> I have great luck in that stand. And he goes, Well, I always see a bunch of deer in the other one. And I was like, Okay, you know, and. And sure enough, like, so I sent you two videos. One of them was, I probably saw nine deer before I could even like see the deer. Like they were like all around me in the pitch black. Yeah. So the other, the other deer comes out at like 750 something and he comes just screaming through like doe. And I hear this doe from a while off, like, you know, and like, and running so I through. Have, I have you were one. in, you were in them. You I were was rutting. In them. They were rutting hard. And so then this big buck comes flying behind her. And what like, time is this? This was that just before eight. Big buck. Big buck. Is this the right one, Al? Is this the first one? I don't know. Yeah, this is the first one. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, Holy so that guy. Cow. And I'm like, whoa. And you've been there once. Can you? And so, I I haven't seen that. So I'm sure you're probably gonna link this video, but oh, yeah. so I'll kind of walk you through it a little bit. So this was the third time I saw that deer. And I'm sure everyone's thinking, well, why didn't you shoot it, idiot? Well, it's running back and forth. He screams through from one angle. I'm like, whoa. And didn't even have time to like get my bow up. And so, so then on. I'm like So where did he come from? Was this the third this this specific clip? Was this the third? He basically ran him? in like a big circle. They came from the right, like from where he came this time. And then he came, they went all the way around. I saw him come out the other tree line behind those trees down into their bedding area. So he made this big loop. So this is the third time I saw him coming back through again. So he's just he's just rotten. chasing. And the doe comes through, and then he comes through. And so that time there, like I'm at full draw, like with my with my Mag Pro going. That's what the video was taken on. And just I'm like, stop I'm just like all but yelling at him. And Nathan was like, you literally should have yelled at him. I'm like, mark, mark. <laughs> like as, as loud as I can. He goes, yeah. why didn't, hey, why didn't hey. you yell at him? Yeah. And I'm like, I, I didn't even know you could, you should yell at deer. Like, I guess I will, you know? And um, You mean I can do that? I'm like, yeah, like speak English to it? Yeah, that'll do it. Um, hey, stop. Hey. Hey, deer. I'll, I'll probably do that next year because now I know, right? Still learning, still, still an inexperienced hunter. So he comes streaming through and I'm like, hey, you know, everything but hey. And uh, he wouldn't stop. So I was like, oh, man. But like, I'm not like dejected, like I missed my opportunity. I was like, he's probably coming back again. I just got to wait, you know, now I'm ready. So that clip was the third time he came by? Yeah. Holy cow. And it was all really quick because it was he was just constantly running. It wasn't like you he saw the doe that he was chasing oh, too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you had a hot doe. So I let the doe go by me and then he comes screaming through. That's when I got that video. So anyways, I'm like, I'm in him. That deer was big. I'm juiced. And then a very similar thing happens with, uh, with this other deer, but he came from the other, the same way that I shot the two in the same day came from that left side of me thicket and just all of a sudden comes out and he's following this doe. And I'm like, Oh, same doe. Probably a different doe. could be the same, but as, and, and it was clearly a smaller deer, but I'm like, I, one of my goals is to get one with, with my bow. So I'm not going to be as picky with it. So he ended up being a seven point, but he wasn't, is that wasn't right a monster. There? that's the doe. Okay. We're seeing this doe. Yeah. So so he's coming into her, and I'm like, okay, so I got all this time, you know, 50 yards of him walking to go follow her. Right so here. he's coming down this hill, and he's quartering to me. So I used, I used to not think about all that, but now I'm like, okay, so I got to make a shot kind of more forward. Like, I know all this in my head. Again, growth. Like, he's coming down the hill. He's quartering to me. Like, you're he's, thinking through all. He's filming on the Mag Pro. And so, right, so first... you just drew. You just drew, right? So yeah. I'm at full draw right there, yeah. And he's looking at me, but he's he's looking right at me. So I'm like, I gotta wait for him to turn some more. So he kind of took a couple steps forward and kind of barely, slightly opens up a little bit. Al, you are up. You're pretty patient. And that's when I let it rip here. Right about here is when he kind of opens up a little, little bit. more. Yeah. Lighted knocks the whole deal, Al. Lighted knocks, dude. Love them. Um, so I saw it was a pastor because it was. Let's it, go back though. The, the arrow was in the ground and I could see the lighted knock. I was like, oh, so it's a pass through. Yeah. Um, I th at first I thought I missed again. I was like, no, it was a pass through. I definitely hit him. I heard it, you know, and I'm re watching the footage. Nope, but definitely hit him. So yeah. I remember watching this and being like, so I send you the video and the text comes through so grainy. So it's, it wasn't as good of footage as what I was seeing, but um, I'm like, oh no, it was back. So where he, when you slow that video down, yeah. 
he he deer's quartering to the the arrow looked like it would have exited through the back legs like yeah. in the middle of the back legs mm-hmm. and it did so tell me about like keep going like with the story so like right then and there you make that shot I, I texted, what happens next i texted you and dad you called me almost right away and you're like you were hunting to probably at your house and or maybe it was at Devin's. i'm not sure but um and you're like send me the video so i did and you're looking at it and you're like it's hard to see because when it comes around text it's really bad you're like we both are looking at it and calling each other back and like i'm pretty sure that's back so we got to give it a bunch of time so we so i basically sat there patiently and I was kind of thinking to myself, well, what if that big one comes out again? Like, what do I do? You know, and you were like, no, like, we don't even think, you know, and, and I, and I know how hard, you know, it can be to track deer. And you had had some stories of like, I told you don't shoot the other buck. You told me like, basically you said, if you need to shoot, you know, I'm like, what if another one comes through? And you were like, I wouldn't, cause we don't even know if we're going to track, you know, get this one. And, uh, and I think I said something along the lines of it has to be a home run. That's yeah. what I think about it. Yeah. Said. Were you using fixed blade or mechanical broadheads? Fixed. Fixed. Bee stingers. Hmm. Uh, like Are those the, big? They're the ones that I shot the Holy Spirit with. It's pretty big. So anyways, yeah. So I'm like, I know I hit it. And I'm kind of excited. But I'm also like, I know that I know many stories of you and some other people that like have hit deer, but you can't recover them. And so I was still kind of like, but like, I'm not like sitting back, relaxed, like I did it, job done. And I was sitting back like, oh man, like, we got to go find this thing now. And I did a really bad job of like keeping my bow arm up to like videotape it running away. So yeah. I, I was watching it, but I wasn't, my Tell camera me. was yeah. down, you know? Yeah. And so I was like, darn it. Now I can't like see where it you know, entered, but I kind of, you know, I kind of remember where it went, where it entered. So we waited a long time. We went and we got out of the woods a couple hours later, went and had lunch and it had been probably four or five hours. I remember like, I remember looking at the video over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And it was like, it was like an hour and 40 minute drive for me. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, I just don't, I don't think that they're going to find it. I just, I didn't feel like the shot was good. I thought you might've, I thought you might've hit it in the guts. And I remember thinking like, there's going to be mm-hmm. no blood. And I said, you're going to need a dog. You're going to need a dog. And it, it ran yeah. right to the neighbor's property and it was going to be this whole thing. Yeah. And I know how that goes. And I'm like, I'm going to just let you and dad try and do it. You know what I mean? But I really wanted to be there. Well, you were, you had said something to both of us, like, hey, if you guys get anything, call me, because we'll bring, we'll bring Trav, we'll bring, you know, we'll do the, recovery, we'll do the yeah. whole thing, yeah. And I was like, so I called you, you know, and said, like, hey, I don't, you know, sent you the video, all Huge that. Miss. We both were like, hmm, you know, I, I don't know for sure. We'll see if we can find it. So we waited a, a, a number of hours. We went back out after lunch to go find it. We found it, like, right away. We were, we were, like... <laughs> Like five minutes. <laughs> like, am I gonna like drag you through the whole thing? We we creeped around. Like, no, like we we did creep around, and then oh, it's right there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> where was he? Like, I mean, um, how far from where you shot him did he go? Not even a hundred. Like, Dude, he. Um, show show the photos to Dev. I'm I'm interested. Exit. And all there's that. a good chance you clipped an artery or something. Oh yeah. With it being that far back, show the if exit. He, though. If he didn't go that far. I yep. think I have. I, you told me you hit lung, and I'm like, "There's no way." I could see maybe liver through the back of the guts, but no. Show, show, show the photo. It's incredible. I, I, I couldn't make sense of it. So here's like him laying on the ground. So it was like in the middle of the body ish, on the on the entry, and it did go out through his legs, 
but in it's and it sliced his back like cat, so that's entry like his back that's like, entry side hammy i guess i should say his leg oh that's a sweet deer oh do you have something to grab too oh yeah yeah so that's the the entry again it's really small yep. like you, you know the first kind of covers it up but um and then here's the exit So it clips his leg, like it slices his muscle. Um, oh, hey, there he is. There he is, right there. Look at that. Yeah, first bow buck. So, yeah, I'd be did, when you field dressed him. What'd you find? So, was there so, a lot of blood in there? Oh yeah, because it was. It was. I feel like it had to be clip an artery or something. It clipped. So I'll, there's another picture or video of the the gut pile which is kind of gross but it like clipped multiple things and bled like crazy isn't that interesting photo that's okay looked like a lung and a liver to me lung and that's a, liver. a lung and a liver but i have no idea how you would have gotten lung. how did he hit the lung you, you somebody said this to me recently you could have sliced that with your knife when you were up in there going crazy Mm-mm, this, this was like totally intact like never never hit it with a knife that's the lung i know yeah so it doesn't make any sense. There's a bunch of internal blood, basically. So like it, it was like kind of crazy. There was no blood leading to the body, zero blood. With the fact that we saw him was the only reason that we found him. Zero so you blood. just remembered where he went, walked in where you thought he went, and was like, "Oh, he's right the there." The way this property lays out, it's like, it's like there's a little chunk of it's like two acres of like swamp. Yeah, it's like that's where they that's where the deer yeah. went. And they walked in, it's right there. Yeah. So, so it wasn't like a hard trail. I mean, I yeah, you had to walk like you'd walk right through this little yeah. area and like you either see it or you didn't. So. Yeah. So we knew there was like a little bedding area, and I didn't know how far he got, and so we basically went like pincher movement around each side. Big Star Wars guy, so I gave Dad the high ground, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so <laughs> so he could see him, the deer like almost immediately like because he goes down that trail and then there's right where the power line goes down yeah. to that bedding area he's at the top of that hill and he's like yep see him right there like we were on the phone like whispering like okay like i'm gonna go over here like cool i could see him you know we were kind of like creeping at the same speed and then he goes oh i see him he's right there you know i'm like oh okay and I, i'm on the other side so i can't see him at all and uh is he dead? I was like, shoot him again. <laughs> <laughs> he was so it was had been dead for hours, but that's um, awesome. But anyways, I'm, I was really upset, and I I felt I told my wife, I'm like, I still might go. Like after you guys were sitting there gutting him, like you, you the whole thing would have been done by the time I got there. And it, yeah, for sure. But so, anyways, I was I was stoked. This was not as big as that first one. On the no, video no, no, I sent no, no, you. no, no, no. Don't underplay this. This is but, a huge accomplishment as a first bow yeah. I mean, it really is. on film. On film, that was another thing was. I, I made a thing uh, of my goals I didn't mention was I'm not shooting one unless I get it on camera. So, like, if I, if there's one that, like, startles me, I'm just not going to even do it. Like, if I can't get the camera on it, I'm not doing it. Really? Yeah. So I also want to say to people that might be watching that might be hesitant to use the product because they're like, well, there's just one extra thing i got to worry about before I take my shot. I just didn't want to deal with it. Smack the thing on there. It takes, like, two seconds. I've literally... Of all the opportunities I've had this year, not one time was there not enough yeah. time. time to put it on there. That's a really good point. Um, I've been in situations this year where I like tried to convince myself, like I don't have time, like or not. I shouldn't say I tried to convince myself, but I'd be like, like, it's. I'd reach for my bow, like I'm gonna do the thing without it, and then I'm like, what am I doing? Like, you'd no. be so like now, now knowing what we all know, like it's, yeah, 
you are so upset if you don't because it's so much fun it, and, the and recovery, it's a tool yeah like the recovery aspect of it is like mm-hmm. it's like you you would be absolutely upset like think about the whole situation you hitting that deer you would have never had anything to send him i hit one yeah. i don't know if i hit it good right. not sure like in this specific instance like yeah you probably would have come out you would have found the deer but it doesn't always yeah. work out that way yeah. and like within moments of you shooting that deer he had footage of it yeah. on his phone and it was a miracle in a different county that it somehow had no damage to the guts which was crazy because it did exit out between the legs. <laughs> you but, shot like a boomerang arrow. It like came around, went through the lungs, <laughs> went back out, came. <laughs> but um, but it also is a tool. So it gave us, okay, well, with the information we think we have, we need to wait this much time, do all this stuff. That's it. So I was like, okay, cool. And You have no idea when that deer died. You, no clue. If you would have tracked him right away, you could have jumped him right out of that swamp and never seen him. because. And you said there was no blood even leading into where he was. Zero. There was a little bit of blood you know, at impact, and I found the arrow, and there was some blood on the arrow, but then there was zero blood going to where he was. Yeah, real quick also, I think that it's important to – because so like from my perspective, I'm, I'm not a hunter. We're going to work on it next year. Or It's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. But I've always been surprised at when I watched your footage, because I've watched a lot of footage of you guys mm-hmm. on – the Mac Pro, how much you guys can get away with. <laughs> like, even so, your buck that you shot right out here, right yeah, out yeah. in the backyard. Yeah. You're literally, I'm watching the footage and you're popping that sucker on. Yeah. And the buck's there. And yeah. I'm like, how, how is that yeah. doing this? But for new hunters or for inexperienced hunters, I think that you guys can all three speak to the fact that you can get that phone on there. It's not yeah. like that little. The, the impact of of that phone going onto the Mac Pro is not scaring off any deer. Right. You're not yeah. flagging any deer. Yeah. You're, you've you've done this enough times to know that yep. this is a product that you can use in the field yeah. at a short yeah. moment's notice without spooking your game. Yeah. percent And I think you've said it a, a specific way a couple times that makes a lot of sense to me. Like it's you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't use it. It's in your pocket and in the woods with you anyway. High four yeah. K. If if yeah. it's giving you any percentage chance, any yeah. higher percentage chance of recovering the deer, why would you not use it? Yeah. And it really is quiet. Like, I mean, if you supply the power right. to if smack you just it, slap it, it, on, it will make be a loud. sound. But if you go like this, but like, it doesn't make any it, sound. It's, it's become second nature to me. And uh, I, I it, another thing as a young hunter, I always thought like every tiny little movement. will scare a deer. Oh, and, I still think that. That's what I've been so surprised yeah. about with you guys. That, I'm like, that, well, grandpas teach you that. Like, Sometimes like, they don't do, move. You're like. He he went. Yeah. Yeah. Can I breathe? Yeah. Like, (laughs) so it's, it's weird. Like you don't want to be moving all around, but like, yeah, it also isn't like, you're just like this, (laughs) like the whole time. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting. Grandpa used to have like the, like he would have you practice your, uh, okay, turn your head, but do it over the course of like 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, and you're like, and you're like trying to move your eyes ahead of your neck. And you, look, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's so true. Uh, and then you finally get over, <laughs> and then you're like, wow. So if it took me 30 seconds there, I had to go 30 seconds back to middle, and then 30 seconds back to the other side. And it's a, it's a red squirrel. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's another thing you get better at is f- picking out squirrels. Yeah. You're like, screw that squirrel. I'm not turning. <laughs> but anyways, um. All that being said, like, I thought that at first, too. I was like, as I've gotten more experience, I'm like, I used to be like, I need to get my bow up really, really slow and like 
take my time. And you're like, you already missed 10 seconds worth of this deer walking in front of you. I'm like, get the freaking bow up and get this thing on there. So for me, it's like, you gotta be, you gotta do it the right way, but like you can do it quietly and slowly, but still get the thing up. Like you gotta just go. Yeah. I feel like one thing you just learn from just being in the field a lot is being able to read deer's body language. Like you, you can look at a deer and kind of estimate what you're going to be able to get away with. Like if, if they're very alert coming in, looking around seasonal too, for sure. Does like, but this is a rut hunt. I mean, exactly. Like yeah. they're zombies, right? I mean, yep. like like you said, you've had like with that ten point, you could have jumped out of the tree on top of him. Like I don't remember when yeah. that was specifically yeah, uh, in terms of the, the phase of the season. Like, but if he was just desperately seeking for a doe, like he's not creeping through the woods looking at the top of every tree looking for Al. Like no, now does are different, yeah. and 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 you know, there's different phases of the season. But like you just you, you learn what you can get away with just from like watching a deer's body language in yeah. different times during the season. I think. Yeah, and, and you get more comfortable with your equipment and stuff as well. So, like, you can keep your eye on the animal while you're raising your bow and putting your mag pro on. I'm not looking at it. I'm looking at the deer. Right. And if it starts to look at me, then I stop. stop. You know, yeah. so it's like, but people that, you know, I remember I used to think that when it first came out. I was like, how do you even get that thing on there? Because, like, I, I used to have, I used to think that I couldn't move my bow very fast. So I would, like, I have a hard enough time just getting my bow into position, much less getting this on before I take my shot, you know? Yeah. But it's, yeah, the more comfortable you get, it's really easy. It's really quiet. So um, really happy to have that footage, be, you know. It's cool to have it to, like, remember it, too, but it's it was cooler to be able to send it to you right away, like, and be like, cool, like, we can make a plan with it. He, he it. just said it. Like, it's we've said something like that before. It's cool to send footage to your buddy, but it's a yeah. lot cooler to recover the deer. Yeah. yeah. And you just literally said that. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, it, it, so it was very anticlimactic tracking. It was like, okay, we found it in hey, there five he minutes. Is. There he is. Great. Hey, Nate, if you're coming here, don't come. Because <laughs> 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 we already found it. I'm real, I'm real, uh, <clears throat> I'm real proud. Like, we kind of, Devin kind of spelled it out multiple times, but like yeah. the, the progress that, progress, the growth, the growth. Yeah. The growth. It's so cool. Like. Yeah, to have you because I don't I don't reciprocate this I don't I don't like go golfing right but like you're investing it feels like in a, a hobby of mine and it's it's fun for me to do with you so that's mm-hmm. I mean this is a big deal this is a big deal for me because like it's just a it's a proud younger brother moment yeah man it's it's probably a good thing that you don't love golf because if you did you'd probably get really good at it and then then I'd have to like get a new hobby. So <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to get so just, really good at it. So don't worry. So just stick with hunting, dude. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I know you already had dad on the podcast, but I just have to say real quick that uh, dad had such a mega season for him. It kind of gave me like a new uh, outlook on it too, of like, you can still do crazy, awesome record first things even when you're 60s, you know? And uh, and so, like, as, as soon as I shot this deer in my first bow buck, like, big story, like, dude, we got to get you on the podcast. And I was like, sure, if you want me to, I'll do it. And then dad just totally trumped me twice in a row and totally leapfrogged me to the podcast. <laughs> I just want to say that. <laughs> so I'm like, All right. watch this, Al. Yeah. And, and I, had, I had totally was like, you know, I don't need to be on the podcast. Dad, dad's story was better anyways, you know. So I was like, yeah, that he earned it. That's good. And then you were like, so I was kind of shocked. You were like, hey, let's let's do this. You know, he actually hasn't been on to share his second story. We've we've never, never. All three of us have shot a buck before November 15th ever. Yeah. That's never happened. Yep. 
I'm yeah. not sure we've all three had a buck, period. <laughs> yeah. But just but before in bow season. In bow season, yeah. That's never, ever, ever happened. So that's kind of a cool thing in 2023. That, Heck that's yeah. It's a thing. It's been cool to see uh, dad get to the point. Because I think at first he probably did it more for you. Like, hey, this is time to bond and stuff. And I think he wanted to, but it wasn't like he would go when you would go with him. And this year, like he went a, a lot of times with neither one of us. And it's really, it's really cool for me to see you guys like taking it real seriously and like trying to, you know, put in a food plot and like yeah. go at the right times and put it up camera and like, like almost have a target. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to get to that point and I'm still kind of learning it um, myself, yeah. but that's like the steps that you guys are taking. Yeah. It's so cool. It's very fun. Yeah, I was, I was really like, if you, so don't forget too, that, that, so that the second deer that dad got, like the, the monster, he, uh, you had already gotten two deer that morning and I was soft as a baby's bottom was like, I was kind of sick too. So I was kind of, you know, I'm, you know, have you ever worn like your balaclava and it's just full of snot from the morning hunt? Cause you're sick, <laughs> you're pounding cough drops. Have I ever? Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, so this is, you know, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm done today. I got to get home, whatever. I got work tomorrow. And dad went without us anyways. He's like, I'm going to go anyways. And he got that deer. I was like, dude, that's freaking cool. I'm like, I'm halfway home and I'm getting a phone call. Like, hey, I got this deer. And it was like, not even the one he was trying to get. The one that he was like, hey, I watched this, that one buck going to the swamp. I'm going to go get him. Totally right place, right time. Different deer completely comes through. It was, it's just a great, great thing. So he, he uh, had a mega season. Well... I think we, we went all over the place on this one. A little bit. But I think that the key here, what, you said it, Dev. What's the theme to this, you think? It's growth. It's growth great. and holy shit, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Finally earned my first uh, Panadero mug. Yeah. I'm so, excited. Yeah, no, it's, it, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but Go it's ahead. just the trajectory is cool. Like if you rewind to where we started this story. Yeah. Like you're running across a field shooting at a deer with open sights at 200 yards going to get gloves out of the truck sitting on a bucket in a thicket and like cut to the next scene um you're shooting a buck with a bow on film yeah. like is, it's just it's different it's mm -hmm. really cool so there's there's a lot of things in life that uh other people might like do better than you so like maybe you hop on instagram or something and see this guy devin cole shooting monster bucks all the time <laughs> And you could get like mad or jealous or, or 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 down about it, but I'm not mad about it. I just want to get better. That's all. I just I just want to I just want to keep up. You know. I'm not mad about it. I just want to get better. Yeah. I love that. So. I think we should end it right there. Um, as a closing thought for me, you if you guys want to have a closing thought, go for it. But again, I'm just really excited to like continue to grow. We're gonna continue to do more different hunts mm -hmm. in different places, but like. With a bow, it's just fun, and I'm, I'm excited to see. It's the cheat where code we of hunting. Improve even from this, like, there's so much to learn. So, bow hunting is the absolute like most exciting part about hunting, in my opinion. And I haven't even gotten into like duck hunting or anything like that yet. But like bow hunting is the the cheat code of like whitetail deer hunting. It's just the best part of the season. Yeah, I love it. Anything, Dev? I don't know, man. I I don't know. It, it, the growth thing is it's just cool like i think that's why i love bow hunting is that everybody gets to determine like what success is to them and social media and media does all does a good job of trying to tell you what success is like you get all this pressure to like fill a tag and shoot a big buck but 
if you're leveling up and trying to pursue achieving a goal that's bigger than what you did last year, like everybody gets to decide what that is for themselves. And I think that's really sweet. Mm -hmm. And you've been doing that for years, right? Like you, you went from there to here, like you went from shooting a doe with a shotgun to shooting a buck with your bow. Yeah. Right. Like how, how, like younger Al would have just been praying for an opportunity for this guy to walk by so you could shoot him with a shotgun. hundred percent. And you killed him with a bow. Yeah. Primal. It's pretty crazy. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So as a as a wise man once said to me, uh, all of your failures in the past to you watching, it, it's probably for a good reason. So just keep hunting and keep shooting your bow. Keep hunting. Keep shooting your bow. Thanks for listening. Use the along, macro. Guys. See ya. See you later.